0: <laughs> maybe that's the intro
1: guten abend und willkommen bei the erasable podcast I'm Johnny Gamber, and tonight I am joined by Andy Wellesley and Tim Wassam, and we're going to talk about German pencils, which for some reason, we've gone 58 episodes and not really mentioned very much, even though we've done Japanese pencils like 16 times.
0: <laughs> so, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Pretty good. Buenos DS. Wait, that's <laughs> not, that's not yeah. German. Gut danke und Ihnen. Yes. Uh,
1: uh... <laughs> so, you guys missed it. I was singing Gramstein in the shower.
0: I... Uh, did you bring a record? did you record it? We'll just put it on the on the front of the podcast.
1: Well, I keep a recorder recording the shower all the time. You should. It's
0: a good it's idea. It's like
1: shower notes like, "Hey, that one time I thought of a really good short story idea, better look it up." But, <laughs> you know, that's when the memory runs out. So yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> so, we were sort Is of that open. Our, ep-
2: our episode title, Rammstein in the
1: shower. <laughs> <It's> not really <related laughs> to anything, it just sounds like a good episode title. <laughs> yeah, so my son gets in the car and demands Rammstein all the time. And we've actually had an argument over whether or not he's saying nine or knife, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> I think he wasn't three yet at that knife. point. Like, <laughs> no, Daddy, it's knife. I'm like, I'm pretty sure oh. I'm the one that speaks a little German, brother.
0: <laughs> you, should, uh, you should pronounce my last name in its true German form, which is Wierfla. Wierfla.
2: I like that. Yeah. It's nice. Mine's Vassum.
0: Wasum. Vassum. Gambar. Gamba. Gumba. Yeah, not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from an old
1: word that means something like jester.
0: Yeah, it's not very good. That was gambler. <laughs> That's what everyone call, what
1: people will call me. That all the time, like it's six letters. Did, did you, ca- you beep, beep that up?
0: Did you Did you catch it when I uh, sent you that package and I put Doctor Johnny Gambler? No.
1: You <laughs> just look at me it now. I get mail for Dr. Johnny Gambler a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's pretty good stuff, so I keep it. <laughs> Dr. Gambler. You got to go to yeah. like
2: and intimidate
1: some people at a casino and be like, <laughs> "Hello, Gam- Dr. Gambler. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? Like, honest to God, look at my license. They wouldn't look that close. <laughs> They'd yeah.
2: be like, G-A-M-B, he's telling the truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> So, should we start tonight the way we always start with our tools of the trade,
0: the modified edition? Yes. we are going to go first? A Andy. Sure. Andy. Well, um Andy Wiffler, I'm pretty sure we're offending every German who might listen to this show. All yeah. like all one oh, of them. <laughs> <laughs> um lately I have been digging a um a podcast that's kind of a spin-off of Radio Lab and it's called More Perfect. Uh, it's basically about the Supreme Court, which is pretty cool. It's about a lot of like of the way that they operate and some of the history of the Supreme Court. Like this one case that basically led to one justice having a nervous breakdown and another justice like having a stroke because of the stress. Um, talks a little bit about the system, like how it happens and how it works. Um, it's pretty great. You should you should listen to it if you if you like the idea if you like Radiolab and like how they edit. If you've ever listened to Radiolab. Um, yeah. And also if you like, uh, the Supreme court, like politics and legislative and stuff like that, this is, this is great for that. So that sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, also Katie has, uh, signed up for a 12 week subscription for the New Yorker. So that's really about all I've been reading lately. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we, I think we talked about that last episode. A little. Yeah, I was gonna say. So that's the second time you've doubled a. Uh, oh yeah, I, a digging thing. That's good.
2: <laughs> that's that's called you're just being consistent. Yeah.
0: I like <laughs> I, well, that means uh, your I subscription is worthwhile. Time. Yeah, exactly. And I so also last since we last recorded, I think I was in the middle of Stranger Things, and I'm now finished. Oh, I want to um, watch that so bad. Yeah. Oh, watch it definitely. And other than that, I've really only been looking at Craigslist because just uh, <laughs> found. We just found a. <laughs> yeah, are you have looking we, for someone to murder you? Yeah, I am. That's all I want. <laughs> no, i go to Silk Road for that. Yeah. In the dark. Oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, Craigslist, we've been looking for apartments, and we actually have one and signed a lease yesterday, which I'll talk about because it's related to pencils. Um,
2: awesome.
0: Well, it's not really, but pencils will play into split I'll talk about. Um, so, yeah, just looking at, like, apartment listings on Craigslist. So... That's about it. Um, <laughs>
2: thanks. you tell me your address is like number two something street or something like that.
0: Well, what, what's crazy is we actually looked at an apartment that's literally on the corner of Haight and Ashbury. Ooh. So we like, I was like, this is amazing. Like, it's like yeah. maybe the most iconic corner, like intersection in San Francisco. But dead, yeah, the trouble is, is it's um, like it was very strangely laid out, and it's just, there's just so many people around. Everybody was pretty like, stunned when they were laying those out. Oh, yeah, every
1: <laughs> basically in the
0: kitchen. So many people. Well, the the uh, Makes sense man, the bedroom in this particular place, the bedroom, the only way to get to the kitchen is through the bedroom. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really strange. Um, I it's like also, an old house that was split up or something. I, it was built as an apartment complex, and I think that maybe these rooms weren't originally built the way that they were laid out now. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically just a one bedroom. It's like a studio, but in like a string of rooms. It didn't, yeah, it didn't really work. But, and also like everything smells like pot and there's like so many, <laughs> so many like, like young hippies on a pilgrimage to Haight-Ashbury, like right outside this, this place.
2: We went <laughs> on a big road trip. I've talked about it before. We went on this big road trip after graduating high school mm-hmm. and we ended up in San Francisco and we went there because at yeah. the time like being interested in the Grateful Dead and stuff, I I went, yeah, and it was like, which it it probably is really great now, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like the most disappointing part of our trip because it was like <laughs> a bunch of angry hippies on the side of the road, like <laughs> begging us for money, but then like ridiculing us for not giving them money. I was like, <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> I turned eighteen like two months ago, like what do you expect? Of
0: it? <laughs> I think it just went, it just went like there's a bunch of expensive hipster shops around there now, so uh, okay, yeah, yeah, there definitely wasn't then. <laughs> Really good coffee. But um, yeah, it's so like, that didn't I, work out. We a hippie? I don't think that will happen, <laughs> but it kind of feels like it. <laughs> we found a place uh, in Noe Valley, which is like a nice little kind of like south central neighborhood. So I'll talk more about that in a bit. But um, Congrats. yeah, uh, thank you. So Johnny put down that I'm riding with a Wolpex 2H. Uh, I don't, can you even get a Wolpex 2H, Johnny? Yep. A 2H?
1: Like 2H, HB, and 2B. And they're not really that different.
0: I was gonna say a two H in Wopex would be like a six H in anything else, right? It's pretty smooth, though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm a one note Sally, so I'm writing with my Nataraj pop, which I, which I love. And you? Which guys. color? Uh, this one is the orange and blue one with the like magenta cap. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Kathy Rogers, for sending me some. Yeah. How about you, Tim?
2: Well. uh, to follow up on your podcast, I've got another podcast episode. Oh, I've, it's a podcast called Other People, uh, Other PPL, all one word. And it's, if you've heard of, I'm, I may have talked about it before, I can't remember, but like WTF with Mark Maron.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's a similar format, like this open conversation, but Other People is strictly uh, people who work in the literary arts, mm. like writers editors um and it started they're like 426 episodes in or something like that or he is brad listy and they're all like you know an hour hour and a half long and he's interviewed a ton of really well-known people george saunders has been on there um oh gosh of course now i'm drawing a blank but the but the the newest episode which was a um a big deal is that he interviewed jonathan franzen oh cool who doesn't do a lot of interviews yeah and I guess he got him on just kind of at the promise of this really is a conversation. I'm not going dr- like to grill you about all the stuff that people ask you about and all the people that, you know, people bait him for all these things. And it's a really excellent interview and you get to hear him talk about like bird birdwatching <laughs> <laughs> his new novel purity, which I just picked up and I'm getting ready to read, but it's a great episode and other people is a really good podcast. It's really similar. It's like a literary WTF. It it starts with Brad Listy, this writer, who does it out of his garage? He kind of monologues, sort of like WTF.
0: We'll
2: mm-hmm. talk about what's going on in his life. It was like a little mini spoken memoir. Uh, and then he does the interview, and yeah, it's it's a really neat podcast. And the friends interview um, was great. He actually he just interviewed Chuck Klosterman, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
2: who had mm-hmm. a new book come out, rock writer, uh, well, everything writer, but I, I think of him as a rock and roll writer.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so that was good. And have you ever noticed, I'm looking up Jonathan Franzen's Wikipedia page, he looks like Ben Folds.
2: <laughs> I don't think I would have made a connection, I don't yeah. know No Ben Folds that well, but that's funny. Yeah, sorry, anyhow. <laughs> uh, and I have been into this band for the last, like, I don't know, few months, maybe three or four months, but recently it's become like an obsession, like in the last few, day, few days. I got like really into them. And one of my favorite band names ever, is Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats.
0: <laughs> that is an amazing name.
2: It's unbelievable, yeah, the Night Sweats. Like to have a backing band is, just makes my day every time I think of it. Uh, but I put a, I'll put put a link in the show notes. They played on Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. I don't remember the exact date, but it was recent history. You know, it hasn't been that long and they do a song called sob which is
0: stands for what you think it stands for
2: or and it <laughs> is a driving home on a friday song i was sending it around to teachers today it's like this is what we should all listen to at the, the end of a school day, <laughs> uh, or at the end of a school week but it's a really fun song and jimmy fallon kind of goes nuts for it in the video and he gets a standing ovation from the crowd which is pretty cool so and uh when you see him when the video starts you he has way better moves than you'd ever imagine him <laughs> having. So when you see him, you know, don't, kinda, form a, don't form don't form a because it's gonna happen. You're gonna be like, whoa, like check, a,
0: it, check port, it out. Portly white guy. You think yeah, is, it's gonna like but do they the fascinate. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but they fascinate me because the the style. It's one of those styles of music where you can sit there and you can listen, and you're like, you can hear every influence. You're like, oh, there's New Orleans music. I hear. You know, 20s and 30s, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Soul, you know, gospel kind of stuff. I hear 50s rock and roll and doo-wop. I hear it's just really, it's a really yeah, it's cool a big band. Yeah. Big band, definitely. Big band stuff. It's just like ear candy. You can just pick through it. And you're like, gosh, I hear this and I hear that and I hear that and I hear that. Uh, and of course, like 60s soul. Yeah. Uh, really cool stuff. So he has an album, or they have an album under that name, uh, it's self-titled, and also has like one of the best album covers I've ever seen, which is like, it's like a close-up on Nathaniel wearing a jean jacket with nothing under it and like a big gold chain around his neck. <laughs> it's just like a close-up on his neck and his upper body. Which uh-huh. is <laughs> like perfect for the night sweats, you know. <laughs> so, check them out. They're uh, they're a lot of fun to listen to. And I am writing with, where to go? I'm actually writing with a Norica. So I was trying to find something German and I have been using a lot of cheap pencils lately, which I think Johnny's going to talk about later. And hey. I thought I'd try the Norica. I also have a hot pink Wopex that Johnny had sent me at some point.
1: Hot pink, damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Get it? I don't know if Johnny sent it to me or it might have been Cody, but one of you, she sent me this. It's like bright pink erasered Wopex. So
1: yeah, where did those neon ones go? Those were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Purple is Good. right on.
0: That's me. Cool, Johnny. Awesome. How about you, Johnny?
1: Well, have you guys seen the show on Netflix called Peaky Blinders?
0: Uh, it's in the queue. I need to watch it.
2: Same here. It's yeah. in the queue. I just haven't
1: gotten it, to it yet. Yeah, but when it came out, they put out season one and season two pretty close to each other. But it's pretty amazing, except for the fact that some people in it don't cover up their Irish accents when they should. <laughs> and some people don't have one when they should. But um, it's, it's a good show about some gangsters in Birmingham. But there's other stuff in there where they refer to, like, the cut and these canals that I feel like, as an East Coast American, I have no idea what they're talking about. I'm like, where's the ocean? <laughs> what is this? How are you going to London in a canal? But, um, <laughs> you know, I need to look up like a primer on like 1919 Birmingham life, <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a cool show. I haven't seen season three yet. I'm rewatching one and two because I watched them so quickly. I don't remember what happened. And I, I can't understand half the things people say on there. <laughs> I like, like, what? <laughs> so you, you should drink a lot of coffee and whiskey at the same time to keep up with the show. And, I can't do that with a newborn in the house, so I miss half of it.
0: How, um, awesome. How is baby Rosie?
1: Baby Rosie's getting fat. It's lovely. <laughs> so you, you you guys seen like the stereotypical fat baby? We've never had a fat baby. Our kids are always like skinny babies, and the doctors are always kind of like, "Hey, don't put them on food yet. They don't have enough formula." So this baby's <laughs>
0: getting nice and plump. It's delicious. Nice. <laughs> She's very very cute. She likes to. F- Throw poop on me, which is good. Do you think she's sneaking like french fries and milkshakes when nobody's looking?
1: <laughs> well, she's probably not doing it herself. Her siblings probably do. That's it. true.
0: <laughs> <Henry's> <laughs> like, Here. Henry's, Henry's like, a big, he like know. a Big Mac box
1: in the crib. Like, <laughs> Where did you get this?
0: Like, we don't eat meat in this house. We're vegetarians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Daddy, it's a BK veggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you guys are watching the Olympics, but there are those Olympics on. Yeah. And being from Baltimore with Michael Phelps, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're
1: sort of all about the
0: ellipse. Uh, you know who's from Indiana? Is one of the, um, like the, the double, the, the divers, uh, Steel Johnson. Steel Johnson. He's a, he's actually, a,
2: his parents are good friends with my, my parents. Really? Um, yeah. They went to church, to, church together, like when I was a one year old or something. Huh. Like. So, like, he was in, my dad was,
0: is is his parents from Munster too? No, they're from Indianapolis. I live. Okay. I was born in Indianapolis. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, they live yeah. in. He lives in Carmel now, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and he went to he went to Purdue, or he goes yeah. to Purdue. Yeah, he goes to Purdue.
2: Yeah, and Carmel is like Munster. Munster and Carmel were always like back and forth, one and two, and swimming hmm. and stuff like that. And so we'd always we see a lot of Carmel.
0: That's interesting. So I, I know somebody who knows him, sort of. Like, there's a lot of that in Indiana. Like, I know somebody who knows yeah, that yeah. person. There are only 15 people there. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Just the whole area. So, Steele Johnson is a pretty amazing name. (laughs) Steel Johnson. The diving
1: stuff blows my mind. Like, how are you doing this and not dying? Yeah. 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 There's a lot of that. Just that dive board. Yeah. I was watching the rowing today. I'm like, my God. (laughs) Don't put your head under the water. Falling. Yeah. Falling ass at like 17 kilometers an hour. Jesus. It's crazy. I get
2: I get obsessed with uh beach volleyball every time the Olympics yeah. comes around. That's just for some reason I just can't get enough of that. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> so like the, the once every 4 years I feel especially like a
0: big fan lumped. <laughs> Man, I'm like a hairy beast. Look at these swimmers. <laughs> I just yes. ate half a bag of white cheddar popcorn. and <laughs> All these people in their like with, athletic prime. Well,
2: with chopsticks, while <laughs> watching these people do amazing things with their bodies.
0: Oh, you read my tweet, did you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> which I've heard that before. It was like
2: a brilliant idea.
1: Like, uh, <laughs> did you guys watch the opening last Friday?
2: I, I was. I did not. I fell asleep. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I was so tired. The end part was cool. There were a couple of cool parts. A lot of it was kind of meh. We watched like the worst. We watched like the middle 45 minutes. So it's like the most <laughs> boring part. It's like Estonia. Oh. Yeah. These yeah. these four people from Estonia.
0: I, 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 yeah. love, I love how I learn about all of these countries that I had never like. I, I'm sure that last like four years ago or even two years ago, I probably heard that same Like Burundi, like I'm sure, like I saw them go by in the Parade of Nations, but I completely forgot that they exist and I can like go and look it up again and learn about the country and yeah, that's fun. Djibouti. Djibouti. The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. (laughs) Djibouti, Djibouti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: Oh, man. Everybody's favorite
2: day of middle school geography. Yes.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh yes. That's when Mm -hmm. I learned. About Djibouti. <laughs> Tell me about your Djibouti.
1: So I feel like Field Notes really dropped the ball. Or not dropped the ball. Should I out. that out. They missed, <laughs> they missed some low-hanging fruit not doing an Olympics edition. Yeah. It would have been so easy. Gold, silver, and bronze. Although, you know, I, I suppose they're probably confident they're going to still be making those things in 2020. <laughs> they probably will be.
0: Yeah. Or even 2018 when they do the Winter Olympics.
1: Ooh. They don't have the cachet of that. It's like, yeah, they went to Olympics.
0: Eh. Yeah, I like the Everybody's Winter Olympics on. better because there's such there's weird sports like the skiing and shooting. Yeah, yeah, I love that.
1: I love watching. <laughs> like, well, why are they going downhill with a rifle on their back? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they the that's their a, that's so terrible.
0: I idea. feel like Let's... every year we always learn about some new like sport that's been in there, but we forget about it. Like last time it was dressage, the horse dancing. Oh yeah. And <laughs> this time, this time I think that it's race walking. Did you know about race walking? What? I could do that. I, it's it's the walking. The only reason
2: I know it's in the Olympics is from TBTL the podcast, and they had this like joke at the beginning of it about like <laughs> how kind of funny and weird it is that race walking is in the Olympics. Yeah. like Limiting your body to yeah. things <laughs> that it can do, but like yeah. being better at it than anyone else. It's yeah. like being the best mediocre. Like, what do they say? Like being the best mediocre. Yeah, mover
0: <laughs> right, or something like that. I could do that, man.
1: <laughs> i do that, man. <laughs>
0: All right, what are you writing with, Johnny?
1: I am writing with an Apsara Steno, so I'm also using an Indian pencil, hmm. and a Write Notepads and co
0: Reporters pad. Nice. So have you guys used an Apsera Stenography pencil? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember so... what a Steno pencil is. Is it skinnier? Um, It's round. Okay. And it has
1: a really, really... Sm- Smooth light effect that says Epsaro Steno and then in giant letters bonded lead. Mm. So,
0: Did I tell you when I uh, when I went to that conference in Vancouver, uh, we had like a stenographer like doing live captioning and she let me like try out her stenography machine. What? It was super, awesome. super cool. I could not do it because like you have to, in rapid suge- suge- succession, type the right number of keys in the right part of the word that makes up a word if that makes sense and you have to do it all in the time it takes me to say a word no, no gonna, it, it was a, it was amazing like how she did it I just like p- part of the time I just watched her and she during the, one of the breaks she let me like try it out it was awesome but anyhow
1: <laughs> do you guys want to pop our fresh points
0: yeah you mean <laughs> talk
1: about pencils what yeah <laughs> yeah let's do so it I, I like your first one and I can help you out
0: with it all right, so this is, this is the situation. So when I moved from Indiana to the Bay Area, I moved from a two-bedroom house with a full basement where I had all of my pencil collection to a one-bedroom apartment, like a spacious one-bedroom apartment. So now I am moving from a fairly spacious one-bedroom apartment to a smaller one-bedroom apartment uh, that doesn't have sort of like the pseudo second, room, second bedroom that my current place has. Uh, so mm-hmm. I really feel the urge to downsize my pencil collection.
2: You can get a safety deposit box.
0: <laughs> so here's or a storage unit. Yeah, oh god, storage <laughs> units in San Francisco. Oh, I can imagine. So bad. Yeah. Um maybe we'll I can like in. keep it in like get like a place in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and just like make my dad like go back and forth and send me things. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um so my, my collection is kind of broken up, not counting like notebooks <laughs> and stuff send like me that. Three B Tombow,
2: please. Yeah, it's overnighted.
0: Isn't
1: it? <laughs> Stat. Hurry. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't know where it is. Um, so it's kind of broken up into three pieces, not including like paper and stuff like that. Um, I have, like, like brands of pencils that I collect. Like, um, like I had dozens of my Blackwings and like uh, a bunch of like Helix Oxfords and Nataraj pops and things like that. I have my like old vintage branded pencil collection which includes like some old Blackwings and like old oh you know you like old pencils right and then I also have like old advertising and souvenir pencils and that's mostly I would never like use the advertising souvenir pencils I just like think they're cool how they look um and like how they you know, like what's written on them. And it's it's kind of like a different sort of collection. It's mostly like just for antique and kitsch value, I guess. So one of these, I feel like one of these should go. And part of me thinks it should be the advertising and souvenir collection. But I don't know. What do you guys think? What are you going to do oh, with it? Well, uh, at least for some of them, I was thinking about just sending them to CW Pencil because, you know, they have that, they have like a um, pencil vending machine. Oh, yeah. And they load it up with like old... Yeah. Old advertised well, pencils.
1: You could buy one of those pencil machines. They're on Amazon
0: for like two or 300 <laughs> yeah. bucks.
1: Ooh, and but I. You, you could sell them at work. <laughs> to take it to work and just uh, <laughs> buy your pencil. You can have them um, put some, weighted put some, for like, 25 cents or 50. Yeah. <laughs> have some
2: uh, backpack straps put on that machine and just wear it around the office.
1: <laughs>
0: just walk around with a pencil of any machine on my back. <laughs> yeah, you live in a big city. I should it's go into Haight Ashbury and like walk around with that. Yeah.
1: Well, alternatively, <laughs> if you take the car seats out of my car, it's pretty spacious. So I could pick up Tim and we could come out and take all of your pencils. <laughs> and we'll go on like a 10-day bender and then we'll drive back. That's per- that's
0: amazing. That, that sounds a well, great idea. You know, you know what's happening is <laughs> at the end of this month is the San Francisco pen show. I should get a pencil vending machine and sell them out front. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. To... Like, These things are a quarter, people.
2: Don't waste your money. <laughs> don't waste Sorry. your money on a
0: three hundred dollar fountain pen. it a link in your pocket. That would oh, actually be a really three
2: hundred dollar fountain pen.
0: <laughs> Why don't you buy seven hundred and fifty oh, no. pencils from me? <laughs> you know, uh, Brad and Anna are going to be at the SF Pen Show this year, so oh, awesome. I'm. I should like recruit them to my cause. <laughs> I think they're both working the Van Ness booth. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Come on, guys. one fountain pen or seven hundred and fifty novels.
1: <laughs> you could write seven hundred and fifty novels with this thing right here,
0: yeah uh, so uh oh mark cohen from the from the chat says people sell pencils at the s f pen show. I'm one of the people who runs it. what awesome Well, I look forward to meeting you, mark. I'm totally coming to visit can you Can you give me a free booth where I can sell my pencils? <laughs> You don't need a booth. That's a fancy Yeah, just guys. go out front. You need a TV tray. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, so anyhow, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do with that. It's going to be, like, a painful process because I'm not, like, super organized. It's not, like, it's mostly sorted into, like, buckets like that, but, like, not a lot. So, yeah, so it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be fine. I'll do it. But I just have to figure out, like, what I find to be the most precious So, anyhow, thank you. That's tough. Send us pictures. Like,
2: once in a while, we're like cleaning stuff out of the house. Like, Jane will send me a picture. Be like, which one of these do we keep?
0: (laughs) You just (laughs) keep sending us pictures. Like, okay,
2: I'm going to keep one of these 20. (laughs) What
0: do you think? Um, I'm just going to go outside and like throw all of my Blackwing 211s onto the ground and watch the frenzy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The people just like come out of the bushes and start grabbing off the ground. (laughs) So my, um, my only other thing I had to mention today is, um, I, I was interviewed probably eight months ago, uh, Perdiz Magazine, which is run out of Barcelona. It's a magazine that is, uh, bilingual English and Spanish. And it's a, it's, it's stories about things that make people happy. Is what the premise is,
2: and so it's about pencils,
0: right? Well, I like there's something about pencils. There's something about like just pencils, yeah. And uh, they contacted me completely out of the blue and said, "Hey, we want to interview you because you seem to really love pencils, <laughs> and well, I want to know why." So I I did, and I um, answered a bunch of questions, and it was really fun. And I didn't really hear anything until um, a guy I know from Twitter who lives in the UK. Was like, oh, I just read the comic interview with Andy in Parade's magazine. I'm like, what? That's unbelievable. So he sent me a picture, and it, so it wasn't just an interview. Somebody set a comic to it. So that's so cool. I am I am in comic book form. I just it's so insane. Um,
1: Dude, that's like a new nerd level. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean that as a compliment. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> the The weird thing is, is that my, my chin looks gigantic in this comic. And I think the reason is, is because um, the picture that I sent them thinking it was just going to be like some text with like a picture of me in it. I sent them a picture of like my profile picture where I have the the pencil like on my, like under my nose. And I actually have my mouth like kind of scrunched up and like up toward my, like having my lip, lip sticking out so I can hold the pencil in place. And I think that maybe whoever, like, did the comic saw that and interpreted that as my, like, natural mouth shape or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so my chin looks really big and my mouth looks really small, but it's a pretty good comic. Um, If you are in the group, I link to a PDF of it. Um, But publicly I'll share maybe just, like, the first page because I want to make sure they sell their issues. So, And I'll have a link in show notes if you want to buy an issue.
2: Gosh, you totally need to make the... Like well, any of these, but some of these your uh your profile picture, yes. <laughs> like you're after, like the and I co-host the Erasable podcast, Erascible like you, the, yeah. the one where you you're just holding a pencil is I usually carry a pencil with me. Yeah, that <laughs> one's oh, <it's> amazing. <laughs> that should be our next T-shirt. We should get that on a T-shirt. I
0: should get that on a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I usually carry a pencil with I me. That's all it says.
0: Just a, just a picture of you saying, "I usually carry a pencil." I sent it to uh to Caitlin. <laughs> um, oh, what did she? I have to find her quote. She. She really loved the thing about, I think it's toward the end, something about, like, life is short and so is your pencil. <laughs> life I, is fleeting. <laughs> life is fleeting. And so I actually do not remember writing that, but I'm like, oh, look how eloquent I was. <laughs> <laughs> You're a philosopher. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool and just, like, above and beyond what I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, this is this magazine. So the magazine is kind of expensive. It's 17 euros, which I think is maybe, like, $12, $15 ish. I don't really know. Um, and then have, have it shipped to the U S but it is gorgeous and like very like well-bound and like beautiful quality. So it's totally worth it.
2: Pretty amazing. And I also, another good t-shirt would be the one where you say it's also a selfless instrument. It self-destructs while you create. Yes, <laughs> I love the selfless and self-destruct like yeah. in the same sentence.
0: <laughs> That's I, I originally said that I wrote a thing, um, uh, Patrick Rohn's blog, The Cramped, I wrote a thing basically about pencils because he's more of a more of a pen guy mm-hmm. and he was interested to know like why pencils. So I wrote a thing and I, I got that from something and I really wish I could remember where um, because like I want to give it credit, but I, I cannot remember where. But yeah, it's such an interesting like high-minded like philosophical thought about pencils. There's, like, practical reasons why I like pencils, and there's, like, romantic, like, lofty reasons why I like pencils. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. So, yeah, so that is, I've been in, like, full-on, like, apartment hunting mode. Uh, so I've had very little, little pencil time. Although, I think I mentioned this last time, we, I used the reporter's pad to, like, take notes about apartments. It's really good for that. Nice. So luckily that's over. Now I just have to worry about paring down my stuff and moving. Well, wait
1: till you so, go to Ikea. Get some pencil action. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah. We we have so much IKEA furniture that we just have to downsize. Um I'm gonna be so fit because this place is on top of a hill, and it's the third floor of a walk-up. So like, Ooh. not just like any hill, like a San Francisco hill. <laughs> oh, so I'm either gonna never leave my apartment or I'm going to be so fit. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> probably the <laughs> probably the first. <laughs> Never gonna
2: leave my apartment.
0: Yeah. Cool, Tim. How about you? What's up? What's up?
2: Tim? I don't have much, but I have something pretty major. Um, some or for me, something I'm very excited about. Yeah. So, I, my uncle, Chris, who had come to the DC Pen Show, so if I met any of you the T- DC Pen Show. You might have seen him there. Uh Yay. He always has amazing things that he like finds and gives me uh, pencils that he orders. He's gotten. <laughs> uh, really good at eBay bargain hunting for really cool pencils. And so he'll find things. And so he was just in town for like a big family gathering. And he's like, oh, hey, I've got something for you. Don't forget to give it to you. I saw him the next day. And he had gone online and wanted to find some bullet pencils, like Mm -hmm. some vintage bullet pencils. And he hands me one. And it is a vintage bullet pencil. From the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown, New York.
0: What?
2: And it is beautiful. That it is the is most awesome. Tim
0: Watson thing I've ever heard. Oh, I know it's so good. Yeah. It's Why got this it's like, like old-fashioned. It,
2: it's that you can blame school for that. But <laughs> I'm chastising. Be, you. See, I want to
0: see a picture of this thing.
2: <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, it's got Tease. this like old-timey, like the the cartoon, like little cartoon drawing, looks like a bazooka bubblegum wrapper kind of art. You know, sort of. Comic yeah. bookish. Got this guy. And when I you know the batter, when I glanced at it, and you probably can see this if I when I post a picture, but it kind of looked like a stormtrooper. And at first I was like, Star Wars, what?
0: <laughs> but then it's
2: like even better. I was like, baseball. So I am just in love with this thing. I haven't refurbished it yet. I need to dig the old eraser out and I need to buff out the because it it obviously hadn't been opened, you know, in a few decades. Yeah. So it's pretty grimy on the inside. The outside, the gold on the outside looks really nice, but it's a beautiful thing. And I love these these old cheapo yeah. bullet pencils. I mean, I I I've gushed over the timber twist a lot. And I still love it. But there's something about these when you have them in your pocket just to kind of throw them around and
0: are you gonna go have it have it restored by by our friend Huckleberry Woodchuck? I might, or okay. I might just try to do it myself. I think mm.
2: I've 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 found out I've twisted some arms and got some information about how they do it. So mm, cool.
0: Maybe I I might just do it try to do it myself. Um I bought a couple bullet pencils on eBay recently, though they're not they're not quite as cool as that.
2: Yeah, I think it, this yeah. made me want to get back into them because I, I went through a period where I bought like, I don't know, a dozen off eBay finding yeah. stuff and, and still one of my favorites um that Randy sent to me, the Badlands. I have a silver one from the Badlands in South mm. Dakota, mm-hmm. Um which is pretty, pretty awesome too. So, But that's really all I've got. That's the biggest thing that's happened. I've just been in school mode, school starting back up, taking up a lot of time. It's been good. I'm in high school this year. I'm enjoying that. You graduated finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what was like the <laughs> line I've been, yeah. You know, all my students have been like, this is your first year in high school and this is my first year in high school. So we'll figure <laughs> it out. Uh, but it's that's 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 been good. It did help me. Yeah, like this happened last year. I remember talking about it, but uh, everything reverted back to just using nothing but the Palomino HB because I'm never disappointed by it. So I like at school, I had to put away all my other pencils and just have HBs on the desk. The Palominos just so that I could like yeah. focus. And it's do so kids nice. do
0: kids it. use pens more in in high school? I assume
2: I have freshmen, and they're still in like middle school mode. So most of them are mm. still using pencils, but okay. I think by the time they get older, they use more and more. Yeah. Pens and the kids, you'll see the kids who have like a couple or have like a G2 behind their ear and stuff like that. And I they <laughs> think they're really cool.
0: So. <laughs> I, uh, we should, yeah, have a talk sometime about just like that graduation up from pencil to pen. Cause I, I very clearly remember mine and, and I oh, did, totally. I mean, I did consider it like a, like a promotion. Like I, looking back, I was like, "Oh man, I, like, why is this a promotion?" But yeah, I had a, I had, <laughs> I, a school, man. I had a Fisher Space Pen that I it was my like my official pen to use at school that I really mm-hmm. loved. Yeah, I remember finding Pilot G
2: twos and being like, "What have I been doing with my life?" Like, <laughs> oh man, you know, there were no with no like pens. all the like, junky <laughs> pens. Yeah. yeah, but I will say, like, I remember. I was thinking, this is odd. Something about school today made me think of this, but I remember an episode of The Pen Addict where they were talking about someone, you know, someone in Germany had said that when you're a kid, you write with fountain pens and that you kind of graduate to ballpoint pens, which I thought was kind of interesting. Hmm. That they would uh, use fountain pens to learn how to write with like good handwriting. Mm -hmm. But then now, you know, apparently this person was claiming that some people who are like high school age would then look at fountain pens as like little kids' pens.
0: Well, oh, just, just <clears throat> <laughs> shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. You're yeah. making me
1: feel like, oh, there were no gel pens when I was in middle school or high school.
0: Huh? I yeah. there were gel pens at the end of high school for me, but they were super crabby. Like, well, I remember being in middle school and there being uh, jelly rolls. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty-seven. Johnny used to this use. Uh,
0: didn't you just pluck a feather off the back of your like pet turkey and carve that up? No, I went to Catholic school and they gave us all the same feather. <laughs> Box
1: your ears if you if you break it. I did get spanked before. In sc- I mean, in school by a nun. Yeah. Um, in school,
0: <laughs> Johnny's just making so much background noise. Sorry, I finished that buddy, line, awesome.
1: Ricky. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's my other rapper name yeah.
2: Lime, Lime Ricky, Ricky? <laughs> mm.
0: This is a big one This is a Lime Richard <laughs> <laughs> We got Unsweet Tea And we got Lime Ricky Both of those are pretty great <laughs> Those are pretty good no? <laughs> yeah. Okay
1: How about you How about you Johnny Well I'm bragging Because I'm off to NYC again So and
0: jealous you-
1: So um, Did you guys see In the Facebook group Apparently there's a shortage Of Palomino HBs No Nobody has them, apparently. apparently. I only read it in passing. <laughs> Tim has a little bit, and I turned it off.
2: They're all here.
1: <laughs> yeah, so if you guys need some, let well, me see if there are any left, if nobody jumps a gun and steals them all or buys them all.
0: Yeah. How many do you, s- do you still have, Tim? Oh, gosh.
1: I mean, over 100, definitely. Like 120, probably. So I just found a box, a dozen box of blue capped Pelamitos that I didn't have. I didn't realize that I had. Yeah, From, uh, I asked my wife for a gross of them and she gave me a dozen. So I was kind of pissed. I forgot I had them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so good though. They just feel so nice and they look so great. Yeah,
1: is the old ones that say California
0: Republic Stationers. Yeah, They're I so miss pretty. I miss those uh, gold stripes.
1: Yeah, I don't have any of the new black wings with the gold with no gold stripe yet. Yeah, sad face. You're gonna hear a siren. <laughs> <laughs> the police. Yeah. Like once an episode, we hear that. Yeah. That's Medic 19. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so apparently in, in NYC, um, the New York Historical Society has, a, has an exhibit of Mo Willems' art. So we're, we're very who? excited about this. Mo Willems' stuff. See, he, he came out way after us. So, like, our kids read him. Hmm. He, he got the Caldecott honors. He's a, the, he's a children's, you know, two- children's author? He's yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He's the one we were talking about last time,
0: right?
1: Yeah, he wrote the, the Pigeon series, the Knuffle Bunny series.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's hilarious,
1: dude. They had a big thing. So there's a there's a museum of children's picture book art in Massachusetts. Didn't know that. So mm-hmm. they had a awesome. self-announced in New York. So now I have to go up there and check that out. And apparently you can get a degree in children's picture book art in association with uh, one of the universities up there. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, also I noticed, or anyone that's in our Facebook group has noticed the delicious rise of cheap pencils, which is making me very, very happy. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, not even like semi-cheap, it's, like cheap, like a bucket under a <laughs> dozen pencils. Yeah. Plus so many of them apparently are made by Nataraj or the Hindustan Pencil Corporation who makes Nataraj and Apsara.
0: I really want to go there or at least like find out more about the company because their website is awful, but they make such great <laughs> pencils.
1: Yeah, they really do. Yeah. The Atheris. Those like
2: the ones at Walmart aren't those made by? Uh, what are those called? Those the pencils become like the tube, and they look just like Aspara. Do they look like Aspara pencils, or mm. or I forget what it is they look like because I, I haven't bought any yet. But they have like the the silver and black alternating sides of the
1: yeah, which Hexagon. That? The platinum.
2: Yeah. Platinum maybe. They all
1: have know. kind of confusing names. Yeah. The absolute the beauty, which is. That one's fitting. That's a very pretty pencil. But um, so I got the idea to do a post for Pencil Revolution, copying off all this stuff, wherein I'm going to rate the, like, absolute garbage pencils, like Staples brand. Um, I didn't stoop to Big Lots brand because I'm not going to do that to myself. I didn't know Big but... Lots had a brand. Oh, yeah. It oh, looks wow. pretty
0: bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like my pencil sharpers too much for that one. But, um, yeah, I'm going to compare them and see which ones are crappiest. So, but the thing is, they're made of like, I don't know, bones or something. They're really hard to sharpen. <laughs> but once you get them sharpened, I mean, I like the oh. aesthetics of a yellow pencil. Yeah. So, and like cheap pencils got me into pencils. So, I so have a soft spot in my heart for that. It makes me happy to see everybody, or not everybody, but so many people are embracing the cheap pencils. And that's just, you know, 2 or $3 a piece of Japanese pencils, yeah. which are very nice and have their place. Yeah.
2: There is like a joy in things like the forest choice, you know, or just like picking up a really simple pencil and just going in town not worrying about it. I think that's just mm-hmm. like a really special thing.
1: Yeah, there's something about those like really simple ferrules. In the USA happy. gold. Yeah. Those, do we count those as cheap or semi cheap? Those are cheap. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't
0: they? <laughs> I mean, as long as it's, it's not foil wrapped, it's fine with me. Like, yeah, it's below it's, garbage if it's foil wrapped.
1: Yubi has those pencils, the I Am Other series. They're paper wrapped. Yeah. But they're surprisingly good pencils. They're pretty nice. I appreciate the messages and stuff. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. My daughter picked one up and I was like, which one do you want? She picked the yellow one that said, that which makes you different, makes you special. I was like, why do you want that one? She says, it's true. I'm like, oh, 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 it's working. (laughs) 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 uh, Yeah, for the Uh, price, their stuff's very nice.
2: Yeah, they're like three bucks a dozen, right? Like that. Yeah,
1: they have pretty nice folders and notebooks. So she picked up a folder, say it was like a buck, and it's a pretty nice folder. It's blue, which was the draw. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on the other end of things, did you guys see the Kickstarter for this product from Italy called the Sostanza? I think that so. lead holder? Yeah. So I've never owned a lead holder. Oh, but
2: yeah, yeah. You, you sent us a picture of it, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it's that one, yeah. yeah. Basically, that awesome. made of two sandwiched pieces of wood like a pencil, but they're yeah. slit. And then a ring tightens it around a lid holder lid. That's it.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: so I got a sample in the mail on the glass tube, which was really beautiful, was broken, but the pencil was cool. Mm-hmm. Was fine. I got the pear wood one. They're so pretty.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Kickstarter's over. I saw uh <laughs> Oops. the clicky post had a had a review of it. Oh it did? Yeah. Just awesome. just yesterday
1: awesome yeah cool
0: but um you can, you
1: can, you <laughs> really, really, really. they're really pretty and they have a really really cute little video hmm. where they pronounce it better than i do so stanza <laughs> so yeah i mean i'm have you got? You guys have lead holders around
2: um, I'm, one i've been meaning to get is I, I don't have any but I you know i'm a fan of the caweco sport pens and there's a caweco sport lead holder that I've been meaning to pick up for
1: some time. Mm -hmm. Is that one one of those really fat lead holders? or Like the two two millimeter ones?
2: Yes. Yeah, it holds the big fat lead.
1: Oh, well this one's just the little two, Which is like really cute. They ship it with a nice 3B. So like right out of the, the broken glass tube, it's very smooth. Hmm. Yeah, but it's a tube that's laser engraved and then it has a cork on the end which is very nice little touch. I don't remember how much it was to back them. I think it was like 20 bucks or under 20 bucks, something like that. So, yeah, you can pre order them. I didn't click through the link, so I don't know how much that is. But if you like lead holders or just something a little different, they're really, really neat. They have some really beautiful woods too. And they coordinate the ring to match the wood or to complement it very well, which is
0: just awesome. Yeah. I love that color. Yeah, the pear wood one is just yeah. like
1: wood, but they had a really neat red one. Yeah. Like, what? I wanted more of these, but I don't have much use for more than one. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys want to get on to our main topic? Yeah. The German, it. Pencils, <laughs> a, German pencils part one. Release the German pencils. Is that Fight Club?
2: He's like, what are you scared of? The Germans? Is that oh, German? it was in
1: um, Snatch. That? Snatch. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying oh, to figure because that out today. It's the Germans come. <laughs>
2: In <laughs> case the German, <laughs> yeah.
1: We were sort of hoping to get one of our German friends on, but maybe next time because next time. there's yeah there's so much to talk about with German pencils. So what we thought we'd do is just do part one and talk about the two big companies, obviously Faber-Castell and Staedtler, and maybe wax a little bit about what makes German pencils special versus like American or Japanese pencils, and then our favorite German pencils. Of the moment, which probably are
0: all going to be Wopex. <laughs> I think so. Just because Johnny replaced every word. <laughs> <laughs> so, Johnny should... has gone guerrilla warfare on <laughs> yeah. us in the <laughs>
2: Google Doc. Someday, Johnny,
0: we should do a, um, like a family tree of the Fabers. Like like go down and talk about Eberhard Faber and AW Faber and Faber Castell and like just, just how it all works because there's so many different um, pencil companies with that name in it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So they were all Faber when they were founded in 1761, older Mm -hmm. than our country. So um, they've been run by someone in the Faber Company for eight generations, and they became Faber Castell in 1900 when someone's granddaughter married a Faber, which is a cadet. I'm sorry, a cadet of the Council of Castell. So Mm. then they came out with their new logo, which we're all familiar with, with the two knights jousting. Mm. And if you're blind, you don't know their pencils they're jousting with. Yellow pencils, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, and you know, I think we talked about this in the winter, that their latest CEO, Count Anton Wolfgang von Faber-Castell, passed mm. away.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and one thing I didn't put in here, um, Sean Malone from... Um, um, Blackering
0: Pages and Contrapuntalism.
1: Yeah, which one is it on? Contrapuntalism. He He's gotten to go there a few times, and he's got some really, really, really cool posts yeah. with some amazing I, pictures. I am very
2: s- saddened about the loss of the count but i almost made a pour a 4b on the curb for him <laughs> but i i held back and then obviously i didn't hold back because yeah. i had i had to share
0: I, th- I think he would appreciate he would have appreciated yeah me. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, drop, drop
1: a 4b the on castle. the curb for him yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> that's rude. that's rude. so um the other big one is statler which was founded in 1835 although they can really trace their roots back to 1662 which is impressive so you imagine like in Nuremberg these like
0: street fights between Stadler and Faber-Castell it's older
1: we're technically older no we're really older
0: I just imagine like the um oh it's Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey did those um those we're going to bump you up guys <laughs> just imagine the two of them
1: well, they're probably very gentle because they're pencil makers. That's true. That
0: <laughs> Maybe. They're
2: yeah. sharp. But have <laughs> you guys, uh, have you seen the article? I, it was from several years ago, and I just put it in the show notes from the BBC. Uh, it was State Learn Faber Castell's product Productive Pencil Rivalry. Have you ever read that article? I seem what? to remember it. Was it about? I'd seen like... it a long time ago, and then I just found it again, and I put it in the. Yeah, it's just about Shaitler St- and Faber-Castell and like a little bit about their history and then talks about how they play off of each other and their yeah. different strengths and how they run their businesses. And it was, it was super interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think I remember that. So,
2: little things like uh, Schaetler
0: has like no
2: bank debts. Like they they run their business, so they have no debts. They just like make enough money to do something else. And like which is like should be pretty normal, but most businesses don't work
0: that way. But I love this picture of of Count von Faber Castell too, because he he was his he was so handsome. Like he was a rakish man. Everything you expect like Christopher Plummer plays him in the movie, clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's just amazing. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to fanboy all over We need to write a we, we need, a, a stone. We need oh my. to group together
1: to
2: write a, uh, a screenplay for this.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Using
1: all German pencils.
0: Let's workshop we, this thing. We have to get this out before Christopher Plummer dies because he's the only one who can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so,
1: um... We could just move right into what makes German pencils different. Yeah, because I mean, I think early on the show we talked about what we liked, and we were like, "German pencils." <laughs> Why? Like because because German pencils. Yeah, so you know, Japanese pencils run a lot. Well, um, darker.
0: I, I feel like this this is a good answer to the question that I kind of asked below. Is is usually when I feel like when we talk to people, um, like about like pencil people. You know, they like a foreign pencil, and there's people who like German pencils, and there are people who like Japanese pencils. And I like both, but I feel like I usually kind of fall on the side of Japanese pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm – this is a good topic because I think this yeah, this illustrates – we can actually, like, break down some of the differences between the two. Yeah, it's so, yeah, yeah. nice.
2: Because, yeah, I think you're you're right. The, the default for a lot of people falls towards Japanese just because people tend to prefer softer pencils, but that doesn't – isn't really fair to the fact yeah. that – German pencils are so masterfully made. Totally. They're so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one like in other like introductory thought I have about it is you know <clears throat> we generally divide things up into most of the time on this podcast it's American pencils, Japanese pencils, German pencils. Lately, we've been talking about Indian pencils more, uh, which is mm. great. We've talked about Chinese pencils a little bit, but one interesting thing about those big three of Japan, America, and Germany is that there are like not many German pencil makers, right? Yeah. And it's a small country, too. Like, it, it, that's makes it really interesting to talk about. Um, I guess we don't have many American pencil makers now, but, like, Japan, there's a ton. Yeah. Japan, Japan's small as well. But just to start off, like, before we even get into the discussion, could we list, like, the German companies besides Schaedler and Faber-Castell?
0: Uh, there's Stabilo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that it? Uh, um,
1: <laughs> I think this
2: yeah. is I mean, that's crazy. That's just like,
0: I'm going to Google.
2: It's not much. What oh, is Lyra? Is that current? German? Yeah,
1: no. Lyra is owned Lyra? by um, Fila, an Italian company, but they're made in Germany. Oh. Okay. I mean, okay. I don't know. That nerdy question.
0: Like, there's, there's, like, <laughs> I don't Swiss, have a super like specific answer to Caran that. Dasch, which is not German, but it's like very close. <laughs> it's European. Yeah. 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 They're Swiss. They're all the same. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe it'd be, yeah, it'd be fair yeah yeah
2: like German instead of German saying like European pencils, but also yeah. at the same time, Swiss pencils and German pencils don't feel very similar. You
0: know? No not yeah.
2: Um, so
1: well they, they've, re, they've um sort of revitalized the Eberhard Faber line, but they're sort of
0: like cheap schoolish pencils.: Lamy pencils, Walter Galindo says,
1: <laughs> "Oh yeah, huh.
0: D- do they make wooden pencils?: I they made a couple. really?: Yeah, they were fat and they had the size of your thumb. Hmm. Of course I have no fiance. idea. Yeah. And of course I have no idea like if these are actually like made in Germany or if it's just a German company that, you know, make, has it made somewhere else. Well that's actually yeah. in a BBC
2: article. They talk about uh I think it's is it uh, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix it up, but it's either let me see if I can find it, but either Statler or faber Castell um makes most of their pencils in like South America and Asia. I forget mm-hmm. which one it is. Mm going to look it up.
1: Um, But unlike the American companies, when they outsource, they still keep a lot of stuff at home.
2: Yeah, that's it. it. Faber-Castell. The article says, in contrast to Stadler, Faber-Castell has more of its production abroad than at home with factories in in South America and Asia, but remains committed to its German presence.
1: Yeah, and they're the biggest pencil maker in the world. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So have you guys ever seen that show? um, Oh, crap, what's it called? It was some BB or uh, British show, I think it was on the BBC. Um, they did one where it was like live like a German or something like that. So there was a family that had to live like a stereotypical up by German.
2: up like an Egyptian.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, so that the, the dad worked at the Fiber Castell factory, oh, which was really interesting. So he was on his phone and they came around they're like, What are you doing on your phone? You're here to work, but <laughs> they gave him free lunch and they didn't work very long hours. Hmm. It was really interesting. But... He spent had to spend he spent the average. German man's amount of time in the bathroom, which apparently is a long time.
0: All that sausage. Yeah. They had to eat that much sausage, too. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't imagine a, a British show about living like a German would be all that complimentary to Germans.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stuff on there about um, whether women could work or moms could work and stuff like that. So that, that was interesting.
0: Cool.
1: But the thing about the bathroom stumped me. I like, wow, oh, it's a long time in the bathroom. <laughs> You know, living in an apartment, they have one, so hold it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get off on that? <laughs> uh. So so yeah, is that is that all the German pencils we could think of? Just Yeah, that's all I could think of. Yeah.
1: That's sad. Yeah. Well, it's... I guess there aren't that many in America anymore either.
0: I was trying to go through brand because there's an amazing list of like pencil brands there, but I don't think that he breaks it down by um like current currently made pencils. Um but yeah, that's that's super interesting. There's like super old ones like J.S. Regensburg. Hmm. Um they have like pencils with amazing like typography on it. Um looks like there's 24 different pencil companies on his site, uh, Karl Nabla Bavaria Bleistift Fabric Lira. Um, yeah, Eberhard Faber Fabric German pencil company Schwan. Oh, does, is Schwan's a thing, right? I think that's a Stabilo thing. You're right, and um, I think Schwan still exists but makes makeup, maybe. <laughs> no, they still uh, use that logo for the Stabilo stuff. You're right, you're right. That's yeah. Totally.
2: I'm on pencil pages right now. It was yeah. doing a search find on the list of pen, pencil manufacturers and just rolling through. I just typed in Germany. It mm-hmm. was rolling through and uh yeah, I mean the ones we've mentioned are the active ones. Mm-hmm. There are some, I mean they pencil pages lists lists like Caveco and Pelican stuff, but I'm pretty sure they just make mechanical pencils. Yeah. Uh but most of the other ones, I mean, I don't I don't think these exist anymore.
1: Oh, uh, we, we don't have to do another episode about other brands well
2: actually <laughs> i did find i did find one huh what r h e i t a
1: oh yeah i have a couple of their pencils
0: Reta yeah. they don't market since, here E-I-T-A. since
2: nineteen forty eight their website is in, is just totally in german but but it's an active website it looks like it was put together in the last like ten years which makes it like cutting edge for a pencil company <laughs>
0: but, they got they got a uh, musgrave beat
2: so they exist yeah,
0: yeah.
2: oh anyways
1: Cool. Yeah. So, when you think of German pencil, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of?
0: Faber-Castell, 9000s. 9, Nine, yeah, gosh, well, I mean, stole the words of from my mouth. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> the qualities. Like, oh, you know, I see, I see. Along with the Japanese pencil, they're, they're sort of flawless, but Japanese pencils are really dark for their grade, so mm-hmm. they're smooth. But I feel like German pencils, being harder for their grade, they're still really smooth, and that's a bigger achievement.
2: Yeah. Quality-wise... Oh, go ahead.
1: Like an HB custom 9000 is one light pencil, but it's still really smooth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not writing them with a nail or anything like that.
0: I definitely think of like the just exacting nature of a lot of them. Like, you know, they're very, like the core is super centered. Um, like I have, I have a whole bunch of um, the grip 2001 sitting here, which I'm, I'm not a huge fan of because the wood is just kind of like weird and lightweight, but, um, like, despite it being like a weird triangular pencil, it's like everything's super centered in it, which is really hard to do with triangular pencils. So, I, yeah, I just think of the just like very exacting, you know, manufacturing of pencils when I think German. Yeah,
2: I was going to say the same thing that the qu- quality wise, they're yeah. very rarely low quality. Like, I was just saying that I was using a Norica and I have, and I don't use Noricas very often, but I have, I, you know, bought a box of them and they're, amazingly consistent and mm-hmm. centered and well put together and um and even when they don't use cedar the wood still seems even if it's like like the 2001 um i don't ever want to use them because of their the weighting and just i've I, we've talked about that before i don't tend to like them but they also feel really well made even if it's a lightweight wood you yeah. know kind of weird wood yeah there's definitely a lot of care that went into choosing them and designing them so totally yeah and when I think also when I think of German pencils, I think and I could be totally wrong about this, but what I think about is uh, quality over variety. You know, mm, like mm-hmm. with General Pencil Company and Musgrave, they have some quality pencils, but they also have some stinkers in there, especially Musgrave. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> into a <an> lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> stinkers, yeah, but but like German pencils, like there's there's not a huge variety. Like they'll take, for instance, the Wopex, and they'll do. You know, they'll do a hundred different versions of it aesthetically. Yeah. But the core, the <laughs> heart of it stays,
0: stays there. But they still no, they're, all they're
1: all love. really, yeah. really amazing pencils.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Uh, uh, man, this, really uh, good. this uh the the chat is just tearing Wopex apart. <laughs> yeah, well I'm making a list of all this. <laughs> you are. I, I also think of um uh just like the very like classic aesthetics of german pencils like they're they're like not super like glossy and shiny with like crazy color contrast like a lot of like um japanese pencils but they like that dark green and the and the 9000 and really classy looking yeah just really classy and like old world looking i think
1: yeah they're conservative
0: with that gold foil yeah yeah no, there's not a giant thing that says made by elaborate process on the side although, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. yeah but um
1: the uh, their finishes they've been using for general uh, office writing yeah. they've, been, <laughs> they've been using sort of ecologically friendly paints longer than anybody, if I'm not mistaken yeah there was a generation of the Casto nine thousands that were out like ten years ago oh mm-hmm. that were you could see the wood grain through the paint there was their first generation of um water-based varnishes, they hadn't perfected it yet. Now, they're, you know, they're gorgeous and they're still water-based. Yeah. Which hmm. is awesome.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and
1: cool. also, they tend to win awards. Like, the the wilpex won so the Bio Product of the Year Award in 2009. Oh, yeah. I saw that. The Grip 2001 was, like, a
0: big deal Bio when it product came out. of the Year. <laughs> hey, I won that last they year.
1: Just that they just make that up.
0: They yeah, just make that up. Like, Porta Potties won the...
2: Win that the year before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just won the... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that didn't. It's a, it's a European thing. Yeah. Bioproducts.
1: <laughs> the Grip 2001 won a bunch of design awards when it came out that Hawaiian yeah. did. Because in 2001, that was a big deal. God, Ticonderogos were still
0: made in America in 2001. What? Wow, I didn't realize. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I really love, I think we'll talk about them a little bit later, but I so much love the um, Norse School pencils. I think they're so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, even when you make... Uh, grocery store pencil in germany it's yeah. a really good pencil. yeah yeah and they are not gonna all, find anything like that here
0: they're all over the uk like i i bought like several different grades of the school pencil when i was with tj was so good
2: yeah that's that's a really impressive thing i mean yeah when you think about like you talk about floor and ceiling like the floor of a german pencil yeah is like the ceiling of an american pencil right. for all like for most purposes you know yeah. like So that's that. There's definitely something said there. Like you're not gonna go in. I went to, oh gosh, I don't even know the name of it. I just like purged it from my memory. But I went to the grocery store, and there was this super low-level pencil they were selling that had a. They were called Wow pencils, like World of Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, but like it was one. It was this really awful use of you know like W O W was spelled vertically, W O W, and the O and the W like went with other words i see but yeah. they like didn't totally make it was just like so careless and they looked like total pieces of crap and like yeah. <laughs> i don't know there's you're not i i imagine i've been to germany but at the time i wasn't shopping for pencils so yeah i'd imagine you're not going to find much like that because yeah. if you can buy norris for a quarter
1: yeah yeah, yeah those pencils that um christoph sent us the sort of reconstituted vintage looking um Carpenter pencils that he Mm -hmm. said were for tourists. I sharpened one up with a knife today, and it was like the most amazing pencil. Hmm. (laughs) It smelled delicious. I put it in front of Rosie's face, and her eyes opened. She ate it. No lie. She ate it. And the (laughs) lead is nice. Good girl.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We don't do it right here. Sad face. Yeah. So let's let's take the show to Germany, guys. (laughs) We're moving (laughs) to Germany. I need to brush up on my German.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: So, do you guys want
1: to talk about our uh, favorite German pencils? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I just—I just favorite. Just, I just have to say, uh, me and Tim. Uh, I don't remember. I think the ballot box was stuffed because I do not remember um, writing all the Wopex in.
1: Well, it wasn't stuffed, but they weigh it, and a Wopex is heavy. That's
0: so. true. <laughs> <laughs> that vote is weighted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I kid. I, I do like a Wopex. It's like I like it just for its sheer, like, u- uniqueness. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. the weight of it. It is fun to write Always with. Nice yeah, I love to just, like, run my fingernail along the, like, barrel of it because it's kind of rubbery. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it, it's, Wopexes are fun. They're not, like, yeah, the most, like, smooth, dark writing experience, but the world doesn't revolve around, like, not everything needs to be smooth and dark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow. That's a, the rule you live by. <laughs> yeah. Make, make that, put that on a t-shirt. Not everything has to be <laughs> smooth and dark. says Andy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes plastic <laughs> pencils are, plastic as pencils too. Um, So I like, I already talked about the North school pencil. Um, I also really like a Mars Lumograph, which just is a really nice, yeah. like I, that was kind of like the first Office Depot fine pencil that I ever thought about getting. They're just really nice. The the erasers like you can get separately with it are nice. I think that was one of the first like capped pencils I've ever really used. Um, the lumograph is one of the maybe like the only
2: ubiquitous pencil that I've never touched. I've never had really? one. Really? Um, yeah, that's oh. like one of the one of the only yeah. of, of all the pencils I've tried and the boxes of pencils I have downstairs, somehow I've never had a Mars Lumograph and I've never used one.
1: So, hmm. Do you have a a Staples near town?
2: Uh no. Oh, oh crap! Remember they
0: have them in the drafting section there. Remember when Tim oh, went to like? Where did you go? And you were like, "It's like a vacation" because I went to a Staples.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was in uh, Atlanta, and I just I guess I didn't go to the drafting section.
0: Yeah, they have um, they have them at uh, Office Depot too. We yeah, have, they're pretty good
1: price. Well, it's like seven bucks for half a dozen. That's not bad.
0: Okay, well we have an Office Depot, but I just
2: haven't seen them there, so hmm. I'll check again.
0: Yeah, I also like um,
2: it's a pretty yeah. small one, but
0: yeah. Um, I think Tim mentioned this, uh, so I won't, I won't talk too much about the jumbo. But I do like the Faber Castell nine thousand. It's um, just super classic Faber Castell, and that's yeah exactly what I think of when I think of Faber Castell. Faber castell <laughs> Faber castell Who was it? Was that? That was Mike? me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Faber Castle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so, how about you, Tim? What are your favorite of the the Sherman pencils? <laughs> yeah, and and the, really, the, like
2: the. I've talked before about the 9000 and how I actually was a little disappointed, but I'm, that's kind of changed. I'm starting to like them more. The, the, have the, you the tried that 4B? And I, B? No, not yet. I still have 2B. 2B awesome. is the darkest <laughs> one I have, and, and it's, it's, it's growing on me. But I have a 2B Jumbo, 9000 Jumbo, It that was sweet. that I bought a couple years ago when I was in Atlanta at a... I forget the name of it, it's a large store and I still Utrecht. love that thing. Utrecht, yeah. And I love it. Love mm. it, love it, love it. I I could use that all the time. It's really nice and smooth. I love the big fat huge core. Um. Mm. It's a wonderful thing. So I I enjoy that one quite a bit. And um and I do have to say, like with the with the Wopex. I very very rarely pick them up, but I admire them. Um I and I'm still that. I'm still, I'm still getting used to the the two B that you sent me, Johnny. And if they had those with erasers, I would be very excited. I think like I would maybe carry one around a little more. But but
0: they are the
1: Hackwing one.
0: Oh gosh, that's good. <laughs> a, a Wopex Blackwing. That would be a really interesting collaboration. Oh
1: my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one will get any.
1: I will buy them all. And probably people would let me have them all. <laughs>
0: a a wop <wolf>, wing,
2: <laughs> but that's that's really the only ones I have to offer. I'm those are those are my favorite. There are some that I've talked about, especially not liking. You know, I don't care for the two thousand one. I know some people just love them, but it's not my thing. So I, the the nine thousand jumbo, uh, and I do like a wopex now and then.
0: What are the reasons you don't like the two thousand one? It's too light. Yeah,
2: I don't like the little nubs. Yeah on it it's really kind of all around i just hate it yeah um, so you guys didn't like to be too, too hard. hard yeah i have That's one hard. in front of me right now it's still just too too scratchy and i think which i forget when this first came up but it's still the idea of like with a pencil that light mm-hmm. if it's at all a little scratchy i feel like it reverberates through the pencil and i just notice every like all <laughs> scratchiness of it yeah so i just don't just don't
1: care for I it i told like you about back. how those dots melted
0: it. in my car right yeah. yeah yeah they had to
1: redesign them yeah <laughs> They're actually clear now.
0: Really? Yeah, they used to be black. Now, like if you look at them really closely, they look like hot glue. I have some that that look like little diamonds in there. Did I send you guys those?
2: Yes. Oh. Yeah,
0: I have those. The like the pastel colored ones. Yeah, I swear I sent what? you some, Johnny.
1: Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna steal my Oh man,
0: <laughs> I have a purple and no, like purple and a pink one. Yeah. Oh, huh. those are. I got those in England. Those are cool. I have
1: one with soccer. That Matthias sent me. Cool. The grips are little soccer balls. Uh, that's it's, awesome. It's, it's black with the German colors. It's one of my favorite pencils. Tiny, tiny soccer balls. That's cool. Yeah. He had some on his website that were neon and the grips were like sneakers.
0: Hmm.
1: A few years ago. And they were really cool looking. When you give it to the Germans when they make something kind of weird, it's still a really good pencil.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the Germans. The Germans. <laughs> 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 how do you spell Shermans? Is that S-H-E-R? No, that's Sherman's. <laughs> just if I spell it just so funny is like
2: Z Germans. He's trying to pronounce it like Germans, but Germans it would be the what is it, Deutsch, Deutschers? Or what is, how do they say German? If you're a German person, you're a Deutschlander, or what is it? Hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't say
1: that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, where did Guy Richie go? The we did an After Dark episode about Guy Ritchie films.
0: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> cool. Johnny, what are your favorite... Um... Oh, you talked about the Wobbex.
1: Yeah, so I'm paring this down yeah. to a couple. But um, in no particular order, the Wopex because it's awesome. So Matthias sent me two in like 2012, and like I immediately fell in love with them, even though I was sort of already in love with the idea of them because I thought they were so cool. Yeah. But um, also the Norris... I'm surprised you guys didn't mention Philistines.
0: I mentioned the Norris yeah, school pencil. Okay,
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. It's late. <laughs> it's sort of like Britain's Ticonderoga. Get that it's anywhere. Yeah. Draw a cartoon of a pencil, that's what you draw.
0: Yeah.
1: So It's, it's a great pencil. I, I like the ones that don't say school pencil more because I don't know why. I just feel like a little kid or something. But um, Matthias sent me some with the erasers that are cedar.
0: Wait, Which, the erasers are cedar? No, the pencils. No, they're, yeah. They're Sorry.
1: <laughs> and they're cedar and they have erasers and they're amazing. Huh. They're really cool. They're, yeah. they're all like absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And they put a really, really cool um ferrule on that pencil. There's another thing the Germans do, right? Their ferrules are all really cool. Um get them. Yeah. Uh, a Faber-Castell 9000, of course. Um because it's always smooth and it never smears. You can write with a 4B and it won't smear and it's smooth and wonderful. I have one that's a B that has an eraser that I let my wife borrow and she did not give it back. So I have to figure out where to get those. And my last one, I just closed the doc, sorry, is the Faber-Castell grip design that's in all black. Yeah. So pencil's matte black, the dot's are black, the logo's black, I think, the wood is black. It's an amazing pencil.
0: It's so pretty. Hmm.
1: I'm not aware of anywhere you can get them aside. Do you think John Steinbeck,
0: Steinbeck would like those? No, yeah. they
1: don't have any. Well, he didn't like erasers, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's the true volume in twenty-four. I thought the
2: nubs oh, just... would be too frivolous or something. That's true. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, he liked round he pencils. Sand so. them off. Yeah. <laughs> you sand it naked, the wood's black.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know what kind of wood that is because Faber-Castell grows own wood in South America, which is really cool. They just I mean, like... Yeah, we go just, uh, But they, they've gone back to cedar for the Castell 9000, which is good. Yeah. Because you should have cedar in your flagship pencil. But yeah, I'll stop or I'll name like 20 of them. <laughs> okay, I can't think of 20 of them, but maybe like 10.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, if you guys had to pick one german finish and you could change the lid
0: what would you pick Hmm. german wait say again
1: so like if you could take a grip 2001 but put any other lid in it or Mm.
0: what german would you keep with a different lid if i could take the form factor of the 2001 and put some other kind of wood in it like anything else like a like cedar even that would be fine that would be not better
2: yeah like it goes back to your golden bears, your triangular yeah. golden bears kind of has a similar yeah. s- size to it
0: yeah it it's like has the same kind of like soft triangular shape um and but it has like a regular wooden in instead of that i do you know what kind of wood that two thousand one is um sorry, I had to mute I think it's juulaongng, however you pronounce that okay. I think
1: I think yeah. Charles told me that one time
0: I just don't care for it, like just like tim says i I think you really nailed it Tim, it's like the scratchiness reverberates through the wood it's ex- like well, yeah exactly that are
1: erasers, this, yeah. it's less less noticeable
0: that's true yeah a little bit of we'll weight on the end but it kind of like you can almost feel it like echo up up it's like i feel ridiculous saying that but it's so true yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, but we all know exactly what you're talking about. It makes me sound like the princess and the pea or something. Like, I'm so sensitive <laughs> that I can feel the scratchiness echo up through the pencil. And
1: the hair on your arm stands <laughs> up. You're like, no.
0: But it makes a little sound. It has like a really high pitched, like ear, ear, ear sound. <laughs> yeah, what do you feel with your pencil? Yeah. Yeah. that is not <laughs> <a philosophy. laughs> um, No, I think, yeah. Um, also, if I could take like the, just like you said, Johnny, the, the non smudginess of like a dark. Faber Nine Thousand and put it in like a triangular um, Norris school pencil. That would be fantastic.
1: Ooh, that'd
0: be nice. Yeah. Or like put that lead in a Wopex, because I love the heft of the Wopex and like the kind of rubbery, plasticky feel. But I just don't like that that graphite formulation. And I know that they have to make a special graphite formulation to like bond to the to the plastic. But I think therein lies the problem.
1: Yeah, the binders in that are plastic instead of clay. Yeah, it's like a big fat mechanical pencil lid. Yeah, only better. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't break.
0: So yeah, that's, that's my that's my Franken pencil. How about you, Tim?
2: Yeah, I mean it's a tough one. I, I it seems like, to be honest, it feels like kind of a weird exercise because <laughs> I feel like I'd just be turning it back into a different pencil that I already like, you know. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to answer. I feel like I would I would gravitate towards the, the nine thousand just because it looks so amazing. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hesitate to say something like I want to totally change it when, uh, I, like I haven't tried the four B, which Johnny you've told me is like pretty great. So yeah. that might be what I'm basically creating. But I was gonna say something that looks like, uh, nine thousand, but has the core of a. you know blackwing 602 or something
0: you know what else i'd like to see is some sort of a collaboration wherein the germans engineer the pencil and the japanese design the pencil um or 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 some sort of a like japanese take on a german pencil because i love the way like the aesthetics of of a japanese pencil and like the fine exactness and like quality of a german pencil like what would that look like
1: I think it would be World War yeah. <laughs> Three. The Axis pencil. The Axis pencil. The Axis three.
0: Yeah. That's not funny. Yeah. No, it's a <laughs> it, would, it would it'd be a good pencil though. Um yeah. yeah. Just something with it'd be tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah. Our American pencils would not beat that. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. I'd, cool. like, I'd like to see something like the 4B Faber-Castell 9000, but with the lead not so fat. Mm. Oh, I don't okay. know why it bothers me writing with that. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't want to sharpen this as much. I mean, you know it's not
0: going to break. Those things never break. But it bugs me. Yeah. Cool. Anything else we should say about German pencils or anything about else? The Germans? The German pencils. <laughs> Running I don't high. think so. Yeah do cool. I don't think so. Should we uh, I think they
2: don't get enough love yeah. from for most. And I think it's a it's it's a matter of just re reassessing the
1: yeah the scales, you yeah. know. The, yeah, so. I feel like with Blackwing Fever everybody wants a dark pencil, which I appreciate because I usually like a dark pencil, but yeah and the German pencils get overlooked. And you can always just go up a grade. Or, yeah. in case of the Castor nine thousand, like or four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh quite mean, eight that's at the dark.
0: Cory Roth in the chat has a has a good question, which is, why do you think they don't call the Norris Eco a Wopex? Uh, it's
1: my interpretation that they're sticking with actually using the word Wopex only for that particular line. There's a Tradition Eco also that they're mm-hmm. selling as part of the Tradition line, even though it's a Wopex mm-hmm. and the Norris Colors. So I think it's, I mean, I assume it's a branding thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So is really weird about their brands. Yeah. And also, they won't sell in small quantities, which is why they don't have them at CW Pencils. Hmm. Boo. Yeah, that makes me sad. I went on there to look at mm. what they have. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Caroline said they don't carry them. Sad face. Yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah, yeah they do have a pretty good selection of Faber Castell stuff. Yeah,
0: I'm so jealous that. Are you gonna go when you go to NYC? You're gonna go to CW Pencils? <laughs> yeah, we have like
1: three stops: the oh. uh, historical society, the pencil store, and like this pizza place I really like
0: in the village. Hmm. So yeah, full day.
1: I think we're going to meet up with Harry Marks, which would be cool.
0: Yeah. And
1: maybe don't, Dr. Hans don't, again. Don't be
0: awesome. Said hello. Should I look up June Thomas too?
1: It was a little party at the place with my daughter. Yeah. Teetotal. total. We'll bring a thermos of coffee or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Box of Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whenever I think of pizza places in New York city, I think of that episode of the office where Michael Scott goes to New York. And he he's like he talks about he's like there's a little neighborhood uh, corner pizza place that I really love over here and it's a Cafe Sbarro. It's not like a s- <laughs> Sbarro, but it's like on Times Square. Yeah, right. <laughs> On the corner yeah. of Times Square. Yeah. <laughs> That's this uh, Yeah. Cool. Should we button it up? Sure. Cool. Let all these so,
1: in. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We kept it to almost an hour and a half this time again, yeah. which was really awesome. We're getting really good at. Scheduling, we're almost like Germans. <laughs> almost. <laughs> so we are the Erasable Podcast. Can you guys tell folks where they could find you yeah. online and in real person, in real life? If you want to give them your address, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if weird. you walk
0: up a really big hill in San Francisco, my coordinates are <laughs> yeah. the only hill in San Francisco. The, there's only that one. So uh... yeah. No, I am Andy Welfley. I am, uh, Andy I am on, at woodclinch.com. If you want to read non-pencil writing, it's at andy.coffee. Um, you can find me at A-W-E-L-F, as in Frank L-E, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And um, yeah, go to Noe Valley and just shout my name in San Francisco in starting in September, and you'll find me. You
1: think it's a joke, but I'm going to make a road trip yeah, I can't it. wait. I can't
0: wait. <laughs> I'll just read the police blotter and look for the guy they arrested shouting some guy's name.
1: They found me with a shoebox full of Wopeks. Didn't know what they were. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's
0: plastic explosives.
2: Uh, Some guy with a pencil machine strapped to his back.
0: (laughs) What's going on there?
2: Uh, (laughs) Tim, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I am on Instagram at Timothy Wassum.
1: I'm Johnny. Awesome. I am at PencilRevolution.com, on Twitter at Pencilution, and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, although that's largely baby pictures. And... (laughs) We are The Erasable Podcast at erasable.us. You can join our Facebook group, which is like daily more awesome, at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. And you can check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash erasable podcast. We will get sort of our official announcements. We don't really mess around on there, but maybe we should. Yeah. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Erasable Podcasts. We've got a lot of new followers on Instagram, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, you could rate us and review us on iTunes and Overcasts, whatever that is. <laughs> and uh, this episode will be at erasable.us58 shortly. So thanks for tuning in for our live folks, especially. And we'll talk to you
0: in two weeks. How do you say goodbye in German?
1: Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah. It's Morgan. Tschüss.
2: The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.